EOTM Radio. Entrepreneurs on the move. Reshaping life for a better tomorrow.
welcome to the kicker spot. It's your boy, it's your boy. I'm your host, T'Angelo. T'Angelo. Why did I have a visual? I was partying to the break of dawn. How about the who recorded the video? T'Angelo. OMG. It's kind of variety. So, no. Okay, I'm a better word. Apparently, I'm eager to when I talk about myself. Go, go, go. What's up, everybody? Hey, what's going on, everybody? How we doing? We are here chilling at the Kicker Spot, and um, we're going to have a very fun-filled evening, and I'm looking forward to hanging out here with you guys tonight. So um, kick back, chillax, or go ahead and, you know, if you're going to watch some chicken before you get ready to cook or something, let's go ahead and get into that. Well, I guess some people consider 8 o'clock kind of late to be starting dinner, but I guess kind of based on your lifestyle, because I usually start cooking dinner about this time, you know, get home from the gym and start cooking dinner. Let's say you shouldn't eat this late, but oh, but humbug. My body still digests, so I'll be all right. Anyhow, you guys, well, let's see. This has really been uh, another interesting week here in the world of Tangible Live. A lot of, you know, just an exceptional week, might I add. I hope yours, too, was great. I actually ended up going skating, like, you know, like roller skating, and, like, not the inlines, but the side-by-side skates. Yeah, I went to a roller rink, and let me just say, I'm not quite as young as it used to be, it seems, sometimes. Um, yeah, it was, it's, the ankles was warming up and the calf muscles. It was, it was a lot of fun, but you just don't realize sometimes how strenuous physical activity can be, but... My friends and I surely had an awesome time. So I always say get out there and try something new, you know, do something different. Also, um, I know I've discussed quality time with loved ones before, right? Well, in the past week, I actually cooked. Well, actually, I guess I'm more so like baked. But nonetheless, and for those who know, I'm not a major cooker or baker or anything. And we decorated cupcakes. Yes, uh, friends of mine got together just to make cupcakes. Random, I know. But it's a lot of fun when you start decorating them and just being random, having fun. And then after we had about a about dozen or two, went ahead and took them down to the neighbor's house, you know, and let them eat some of the beautiful desserts that I probably shouldn't have left in my house because I would eat them all. I love snacks, and cupcakes is definitely something I love, especially after I decorate them and the icing still in the house so I can put more on it if I want to. That's just me. I guess I have a thing for snacks. So speaking of which, someone give me a snack. I can use one now. Yeah, yeah, here we go. So anyhow, um, and then also this week, again, I always speak about, you know, having hangout time with your friends. I'm thinking this weekend, actually, a friend of mine is going to come into town, and we're going to do dinner and a movie. Well, not like just dinner and then a movie, but they have these movie theaters with the VIP suites or whatever where you can sit down in a beautiful reclining like chair and have a button finger service. You just press the button, they come and bring the food to you. So that's going to be awesome. We're going to do that over at the marina probably tomorrow, matter of fact. So I just say, you guys, be sure that when you work hard, you play hard. Definitely enjoy life. Don't get so stuck inside the house or at the office or underneath the car or on the lawn where, you know, just wherever you happen to work, don't get stuck there. Be sure to enjoy life and live it to the fullest. You know, I was saying, 
live life to the fullest. That's how I like to do it. So, um, also, our feature segment here at the Kicker Spot is Tanjo Live on Books. And whenever you hear of a book that you might like or be interested in getting, be sure to stop by TanjoLive.com for all your book buying needs. We definitely have a, a slew of books there on the site. And then you can also click the search button. So, if you don't see the exact book there on the page, we can just search it and find it. Um, all the books are there. Just You have to kind of search it and find it. All righty. Um, I want to remind you guys, if you can all please be sure to click the like button on the radio page. Just show your support. We definitely appreciate that. And know that if you are listening, the world wants to know. Angelo, And you are tuned into the Kicker Spot. All righty. So for tonight, we um, are going to definitely be getting into some very interesting stories. Um, I will be introducing to you a segment I call Matters of the Heart. This segment will be where we will discuss the relationship topics and little tidbits I like to discuss when it comes to relationships, or better yet, matters of the heart. And tonight we will discuss the heart and soul of every relationship. More details to come. Um, the Celebrity Hub. Of course, we have to discuss a few interesting things going on in Hollywood. There's been a death in the music industry. Someone is getting a million dollars for this sex tape. Is Ray J still trying? And don't forget the most, the biggest headline curling going on right now is Jason Collins comes out and how the world is taking it. Just how is everyone taken to this young man deciding to open up about himself? We'll definitely discuss all those things and get your opinions on it. Also tonight in our premiere segment, Chance for Live on Books, we will have the pleasure of talking with Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp founder, David Fisher. We will discuss his, his book entitled Rock Your Business, what you and your company can learn from the business of rock and roll. And let me just tell you guys right off the bat, I am in love with this book. I have been carrying it everywhere with me for like the last probably month or so, just really taking down key notes and little tidbits and advice that David really offers in this book. So I'm really excited to speak with him tonight so we can converse and get some insight on how to rock our business like the business of rock and roll, okay? So definitely swing by TenureLive.com and you can, you know, check out the book in more detail. Perhaps I just recommend ordering the book. Just go ahead and order your book because if you're an entrepreneur on the move, this is definitely a move you want to make, okay? And if you guys happen to have any questions tonight for our guests, be sure to call the radio line at 718-664-6543. And for all you entrepreneurs out there, this is the perfect chance for you to get answers to those hard-to-answer questions, the ones we've been reading our brains trying to figure out. So be sure to call in and ask David whatever question you may have. Again, that was 714 excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, that's 718-664-6543. We're going to take a quick break, but when we return, we will discuss matters of the heart. 
Hey, you guys, have you seen the kicker spot? I mean, I'm trying to find the kicker spot. I can't get in? What do you mean I can't get in? I'm Tiangelo. I'm the host. The kicker spot. When you are looking for the latest, the freshest, and the biggest stories in Hollywood, EOTM Blog is a site to visit. But there's also a clip of me on the red carpet when I call one who's letting the wrong name. Ooh, yeah. The kick is spot, kick is spot, kick is spot, kick is spot. The kick is spot, kick is spot, kick is spot, spot, spot. If you know who you are, my bad. Um, It was my first. What's going on? This is your boy Tiangelo, and you are chilling at the kicking spot. Matters of the heart. So, you guys, tonight we're going to discuss the heart and soul of a relationship, and that will have to be communication. Now, I've said it before, and I have to continue to say it again because I continue to have this issue arise where the communication in relationship is being very well tested. And this week I was really tested in this discipline of communication. Now, I always say communication is a three-way street, as you may know or may not. So for those who are hearing this for the first time, here it is. The three points of communication is what I said, what you heard, and what I meant. Okay? Those are three points right there. It's what I said, what you heard, and what I meant. And if you realize, that's kind of how things always go. The girl says to her boyfriend, um, make sure you don't forget what I told you to bring to the house. And then he ends up bringing a bunch of crap. And she's like, what is this? You told me to bring all this crap. You said, I said, don't, bring, forgot, don't forget what I told you to bring. That was the groceries with the milk and stuff for dinner. Oh, I thought she meant this other stuff that you had told me to get out of storage like a week ago. See what I'm saying? It's just what she said, what he heard, and what she meant. So they probably should have had, you know, a, a once over and a clarification moment. But inside of my work, inside of my week, with my testing of this conversation, with this, this discipline, that wasn't quite how mine went. So my situation here goes like this. I was going to, okay, so I'm going to try to tell this story and, you know, hope you just get it, and I don't get too fired up about it, because I get kind of fired up with this one, because I, I feel really passionate about my form of communication. And, of course, my form of communication is usually very well executed, and I don't think there's any problems with it. I'm sure that I have one of the – I'm probably one of the strongest communicators I know. It's what I do. I work in the communication. I mean, wouldn't you agree, everyone? Well, I mean, Veronica? Okay, forget it. All right, so – I, okay, so here's, this is how it goes, okay? So I had a friend that I called to chat with as I was driving a long drive to meet up with them. And before I could get on the phone good, before I could even get a good hello out the way, I was being scolded. I was being tongue-lashed already about where are you, what are you doing, how come you're not here. And now I am trying. Okay, back, I'm not even trying. At first, I, had a, I, was, I was taking it back. Because I'm the type of person that you have to greet first. You have to greet me when you first see me, when you first talk to me, when you first come to me. You have to give me a howdy do. You just do. You can't just come off of me off the side, off the cuff. You need to ask me how I'm doing because I may have had a hard session or a hard moment or my tire just blew out and so I'm kind of stressed and you bring some extra to me. But maybe if you had asked me how I was doing, I could have told you. You know what I'm saying? 
But that wasn't what happened to me. I'm getting tongue lashed about where are you, what are you doing, so forth, so forth. Now, so abrupt. Why were you so abrupt with me? And so I'm like, excuse me, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Uh, I called to say hello and I chatted up with you while I'm on this long drive. Why are you doing all this extra? Now, the friend in question here or the friend in the story is trying to catch me up and wonder where I'm at because they're like, Tangelo, are you going to be late? Okay, I'm usually late. But besides the point, this is about communication and effective communication. And I was getting really upset because said person would not allow me to just be comfortable. I'm like, chill out. I'm on my way. Like, let's just chillax. You know, you can't be late. This chance, you're always late. You never think about anybody else's time. You always do what you want to do. Okay, now listen. Okay, you guys, I am guilty of being late. That's the, I, that's what I was saying. Okay, if you know me, you know that. But it wasn't like I was running late. I was perfectly on time. Matter of fact, I was going to get down to the city two hours in advance. But my friend would have known that if they had just given me a chance to say what I had to say. But that's not what happened. I was being dismissed. And I was not happy. And so it put me in a non-happy place. I tried to get my friend to go to a happy place, but it wasn't happening. So we're going about and about and about and about. If we had just calmed down and maybe heard what each other had to say, this whole thing could have been alleviated. When it all came down to it, I ended up canceling the night. Screw this. I'm not going. You don't want to talk to me. You got some sense. I don't want to go. How about that? Was I wrong? Was, was I wrong? No. Okay, maybe a rash decision, perhaps. But I don't feel I was wrong. I mean, you can't just come at me off the cuff like this, and I tried to be cool. Like I tried to decompress the moment, but that just wasn't what happened. So after all was said and done, me and my, my uh, after all was said and done, me and my friend ended up talking a little bit later that evening, and was like, well, T, I was just mad because you're always late, and it just seems like you don't care, and I've been with you when you're getting ready to go, and you'd be lollygagging, trying to figure out what you're going to wear and stuff. I don't be lollygagging. I just want a presentation is everything, and I want to make sure that I'm presented well. And me being late doesn't affect a lot of stuff, so I don't know why they're putting extras on it. But anyhow, <laughs> I'm sorry. Someone's going to put a mirror in my face trying to make me look at myself. Shut up. Anyhow, so with that being said, once things calmed down, I ended up going to the, you know, to the festivities for the evening, and it was a great night out. But, again, it's just about communication, you guys. Having a strong communication will be the heart and soul. And, granted, that was just a friend. But even inside of a friend, if the communication is not there, you can have big old turmoil. And in this situation, the friend thought I was going to be running late. Matter of fact, she thought I was calling to say I was going to be late, and that wasn't the case. I was just calling to talk because it was a long drive to the city. <sighs> Get my point, you guys? It was, it was, it was tense. It really was, and I felt really tested this week because I wanted to cuss. I wanted to curse. I did. That's the second time this week I wanted to curse. But I talked to my mother today, and she told me not to. So, and I, I trust my mother's judgment. Okay. Anyhow, you guys, just make sure you have the whole situation to understand that communication is a three-way street. It's what I said, what you heard, and what I meant. All righty? There you have it. You guys, continue to hang out here at the Kicker Spot as we gear up to talk with author David Fishoff on his book, Rock Your Business. Okay? I am going to have to tell you I am really in love with this read. I really, really, really am. So, you guys, stick around. Um, be sure to click the like button on the radio page. And um, before we get to David Bischoff, we are going to bust into the Celebrity Hub. Angelo, ticket spot, 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 ticket, 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 ticket,
Celebrate Entrepreneur's Biggest Night live from West Hollywood, California. The 2013 EOTM Awards, Sunday, August 4th at the beautiful Pacific Design Center. Red Carpet and Celebrity Studded Awards Show, highlighting all things entrepreneurship. Nominees and presenters scheduled to attend Bruce Valanche, Farah Abraham, Tammy Roman, Jake Short, Carlin Jeffrey, Adam Barter, Matt Martin, Eric Zuli, Latoya Luckett, Jasmine Brand, Christian Keys, Mary Marrow, Vincent Ward, Josh Feldman, Cece Perkinson, Cynthia Manley, Fawn, Chili Moe, Mimi Foss, Donnelly Heising, Jared Masters, Macy Bookout, Barbara Niven, and many more to be confirmed. Performances by Billy Lord, Adam Barter, Chioki Damachi, Leon, Ron Anthony with Don Cannon, and more. Win tickets by tweeting hashtag EOTM Awards, hashtag Think Entrepreneurship. Visit www.eotmawards.com, www.eotmawards.com for more info. Ooh, the celebrity hub is next. Be quiet, it might be too. The Kick It Spot Celebrity Hub is brought to you by EOTMblog.com. When you are looking for the latest, the freshest, and the biggest stories in Hollywood, EOTMblog, yes, I said it, EOTMblog.com is the site to visit. I said be quiet, it's coming on, and get off my foot. You guys, so inside the world of music, we have... Um, hip-hop artist Chris Kelly of the hip-hop group Chris Cross, who had passed away um, this week. The Chris Cross was a major hip-hop group back in, like, the 90s. And for those who are of the, what is the generation next, you guys definitely remember that song. Um, people on with Mac Daddy make it jump, jump. Chris Cross to make it jump, jump. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Jump, jump. You remember that one? <laughs> And they was also in um there's a couple a couple of movies and stuff too. But they they were also really known for making the trend of wearing your pants backwards the end thing to do. So, um it was unfortunate we found out that Chris Kelly of this hip hop group passed away this week. And it's just an unfortunate, you know, another unfortunate story. The gentleman was twenty four years old and excuse me, thirty four years old. He's thirty four years old and um according to Fox Five in Atlanta, Kelly was found unconscious in his home and was pronounced dead around 5.30. And there haven't been any information of what happened yet or how he ha- have come to pass. But we do want to give our condolences to Chris Kelly's family and to all the fans out there because we, well, I wasn't partying back then. I was too young. But I know for those who was partying, they was definitely getting a jump, jump on to the songs by Chris Cross. So, again, rest in peace. Um, on the whole different angle we have our girl farah abraham in the news and she really much keeps herself keep people talking she is in the news and it's funny because as i was getting ready for the show yesterday uh, we talked that we found out that farah that sex tape that the alleged sex tape turned into a guaranteed sex tape which turned into her moving out of her mother's house which recently we've come to find out has turned into a million dollar payoff for her sex tape so apparently farah abraham's upcoming sex tape will garner her a million dollars. It <laughs> um the twenty one year old teen mom star initially denied having the tape and now we know this there because the co star James Dean blew the lid off of this off her pilot. And now 
they might be offering her. I think it's Vivid Entertainment is paying her for this. And the tape is now called Farrah Abraham's Backdoor Teen Mom. Well, sounds appropriate. And this was just as of yesterday, but today I've come to find out that she has actually put, I think, a video. She's been talking on online, and she's come out to say, why not get paid from it? I mean, it's out there. It's done at this point. So might as well go ahead and make some chips off of it. Um, I know a lot of people get mad about stuff like this because, you know, what kind of example she's setting for children out there and so forth and so forth. And that's a good approach also. But at the same time, she's still young herself. She's having fun. Um, don't let your kids watch it. I mean, I don't know. Just you know, always talk about the kids out there. What are the young girls supposed to think? They're supposed to think whatever their parents tell them to think. I mean, Sarah Abraham's a, a lovely young lady, and I'm sure she has some type of um, influence over some people. But, I mean, I don't think all the kids around make a sex tape because she did one and is making six figures behind it. And if you don't want your child to do that, then you have to kind of course them in a different direction. But, again, she's kind of doing her, and... I'm just going to say this. I have a niece who's a young girl, and I very much monitor her intake to the best of my ability. So I don't want her to do it, and I'll just tell her not to do it. And then when she becomes adult, as this young lady is now, 21 years old, I guess she's going to do what she wants to do. So, all right. I mean, you do it while you're young. You know, she got that young 21-year-old body, so have fun with it because, as y'all well know, it goes away sooner than we think. <laughs> Anyhow, the movie on to our boy Jason Collins, NBA star Jason Collins, who has became a national symbol by being the first gay professional athlete currently playing, says he didn't mean to be the first gay player in the NBA, but it's well, not first gay one, just the one acknowledging it or speaking it to the public, but he just happens to be it. And um, Collins appeared on GMA Oh, excuse me, Good Morning America yesterday, saying he always knew he was gay, but fought fought it really hard. He thought he had to, you know, be a straight dude, do what everybody else was doing. He was engaged at one point, but called it off because he thought that getting married was the wrong thing to do because of the reasons. He thought it was the wrong, he was getting married for the wrong reasons was just wrong, and he felt he was doing it to convince himself that he could live that life, and not so much. And interestingly enough, the young lady who was his fiance was like, you know, she didn't know. There was never any signs of it. So he just really kept his stuff on the low. Um, now, it seemed at first as if Jason Collins coming out was all love. You had Kobe Bryant supporting him, posting online, and some other celebrities posting online. Congratulations. You know, they're happy for him to be able to finally be himself. And so it seemed like everything was up and up, but not quite the case. The homophobic threats began appearing on Twitter right after Jason's big come-out interview with Sports Illustrated, um, among the venom were statements like, you're a dead, excuse the language, faggot, talking on TV. And one person said, listening to Jason Collins describe his gayness as beautiful makes me want to puke and kill him. Like, really? People will say just anything, I think, when you're not there. You know, when you're just a digital being on a computer, they'll post stuff like that. I want to kill you. That's just crazy. Um, one person went on to say, um, Jason, what is it? First, Jason Collins said to Gay, now he's on ESPN, ESPN with lip gloss on. Kill him now. So the question is, did he have on lip gloss or did he just have on normal, you know, chap lip stuff that happened to get glossed, you know, like a, a pickup from the light? And now because he said he's gay, now it's considered lip gloss. If you watched some interviews before, was he not looking the same way that he looked today? So people kind of put extras on things sometimes. But 
it's just the amount of hate and, like they said, the amount of venom that comes behind this is so unfortunate. You don't have to like somebody. You can definitely post your opinion. But this kind of reminds me to when the whole um, Stacey, uh, what's her name, from the show. Oh, my God, I'm forgetting all my, my notes here. Stacey, what is Stacey's name? I like her a lot, too. But when the presidency was going on and she was voting for the Republican and she was on uh, Twitter and she got a bunch of hate mail, Stacey Adams? Those are shoes, Tiangelo. I am wearing it out right now. Why can't I get her name? She's on the TV show, The Girls. Y'all don't remember, Veronica? My computer's frozen, so I can't Google it for you guys really quickly. But it just seems like people really go the distance when it comes to these hate statements and just not realizing that it's it's unnecessary. It's 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 a lot. It's a bit much to say about people. So. Um, that's it, Dash. Thank you. Thank you, Stacey Dash. They were just telling me what it is. Stacey Dash, thank you. I don't know why I can remember her name. I love her as an actress. But um, they gave her a bunch of hate mail, too. Uh, I mean, that's really bad, too, poor thing. But anyhow, and then lastly, I wanted to mention, you guys, it seems like Ray J is just really trying here. I, I reported before that Ray J was saying that his song, I Hit It First, wasn't about Kim Kardashian, right? Okay, if you hear the song, we all know that it was. He has statements talking about um, if we if we get back together, we can make another sex tape. Um, he's discussing all kinds of stuff that just isn't – that just totally tells you who he's talking about. You know, you know he's talking about Kim Kardashian. And so now he's gone on to the lens of having his new video come out before I hit it first. And not only – is the chick in the video a dead ringer for Kim Kardashian, but she also reenacts a couple of infamous sex tape moments from the video. Um, TMZ actually obtained the, fir- the full version of I Hit It First and even thought that Ray J, oh, excuse me, they even saw it first and thought that the song had parts where Kanye was kind of being referenced to. So it's really just kind of figuring out what is he doing? Seriously, is he this? like irritated or why is he stuck on it? I mean, it's just kind of over. I'm, I'm, I just feel like he's reaching. I feel like he's really reaching and it's just unnecessary. You know, you're trying to play off with um, Kim Kardashian and so far Kim and Kanye haven't made any statements to it. And I think that's best. I think they should just go ahead and let him have his little moment because it's going to be very short lived. The video wasn't even all that be worth watching either. Cause you totally get it. He's like, Oh, that's Kim. The ponytail, the A-line skirt. It was, it was totally Kim. The girl looks, so much like her, so whatever. I'm kind of over it personally. So I guess, I mean, Rachel can be a cool cat up sometimes, but I just think this is ridiculous. And to hear him say that, no, it's not about her, was even more ridiculous. Anyhow, you guys, that is all for, these are some of the stories that you can find on EOTMblog.com. Um, this has been another moment with the Celebrity Hub. Okay, so for more of these stories and more, be sure to go to Tiangelo, excuse me, to go to EOTMblog. Yes, you heard it right. EOTMblog.com. Now, we are gearing up to speak with um, author David David Fisher. We are definitely excited to speak with him in regards to his book, Rock Your Business. I'm going to ask you to get my copy and put it next to me because I'm telling you, I am really in love with this text. So, anyhow, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to grab my book. Can someone get me my laptop back? Okay. Um, you guys, hold on. We'll be right back while we gear up to speak with author David Fisher. We'll be right back. What's going on? This is your boy T'Angelo, and you are chilling at the Kicker Spot.
brought to you by EOTMblog.com. If you are looking for the latest, the freshest, and the biggest stories in Hollywood, EOTMblog is a site to visit. And you are tuned into the kicking spot. You are now tuned into the kicking spot, and I'm your boy Tiangelo. Tiangelo live point book. And I'm your host, Tiangelo. The next best thing to reading is talking about it. TiangeloLive.com Celebrities, book authors. Self-help. Celebrity tell-all. Memoir. Celebrity biography. Sports figures. Tiangelo Live, one book. All right, you guys, good evening, and welcome to Tiangelo Live on Books. Um, Central Live on Books is our featured segment where we get a chance to speak with um, celebrity book authors. And tonight is my pleasure to welcome Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp founder David Fushaw, the author of Rock Your Business to Tiangelo Live on Books. Good evening, David. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Loving your show. and I've had an opportunity to listen in and learning a lot of new stuff. <laughs> well, thank you. I really appreciate it. And it's, I guess it's a fair exchange after all I have been learning from you and your exciting and informative book, Rock Your Business, what you and your company can learn from the business of rock and roll. What a great book. Thank you. Isn't it amazing that you can actually learn from rock stars how to run a business? I mean, look at the Rolling Stones. I mean, they're right. going to go out and make $500 million this year. And years it ago, people sense. said. If people said, oh, I don't want my kid to be a rock star today, everybody wants their kid to be a rapper, to be a rock star, to be a country star, because mm-hmm. they realize that you can learn a lot in this, you know, it's, it's, you can make a living in, in, in show business. It was great. I mean, it it just totally made sense, like on the back cover when it says, wouldn't you like your business to burst into the public awareness like Lady Gaga? And you don't think about it like, huh, I guess she kind of did. You don't really think about it wasn't an accident. It was a mathematical plan. plan designed to do what happened. Absolutely. You know, all this stuff is, is planned, whether it's by management, by agents, by the artists themselves, by the material, but it's all a business, you know, and, and I don't think people realize, you know, years ago people didn't really respect the artists, but today, you know, the artists are, are, are very successful, and from bands like Kiss to right. Jake Matthews to, you know, to Pete Diddy and I mean, look, look at look at Diddy. Look look at look at the organization that he's built. You know, mm-hmm. you can learn. If a lot of companies will follow him and follow the way he built his business, and my dear friend Russell Simmons, the way he built his operation. I remember when Russell right. was starting. And you know, it's amazing what you can really learn from 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 this business. And that's why I wrote this book. And this, I just, I found it to be, I really found it to be awesome. Now, I'm going to take a step back for a second and say I was watching some of the videos 
that you have on YouTube of the Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. And all I could say was, wow. I mean, I was really taken back to, I had read, you know, in the book about the fantasy camp and what it did. But to go on and to see people get a chance to really live out their dreams, the campers truly get to live out a dream. How amazing. It's really amazing. And, and you know what's great is it, it really is a life-changing experience going through Rock and Roll mm-hmm. Fantasy Camp. These people are able to take it back to their lives, to their family lives, to their business lives. I mean, so many women have told me their husband has found happiness. Um, they, they're just inspired. They're inspired to play instruments more. Um, I've been that, that, That's really what's blown me away, the reaction right. to the people. And, and then on top of it um, is the reaction to the artists. I mean, it's been amazing that the artists keep wanting to come back. They want to go to Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp because right. um, it reminds me what it was like when they first started out. And I think it gives them a chance. You know, when you're in the, when you're a rock star like Kiss and all those big bands, you're you know performing to hundreds of thousands. But to get that one-on-one love and to find that person who's as passionate about that song that you are, I, I can't even imagine the energy, the synergy that happens in those moments. You know, it's right. brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant what you're saying. Uh, they are now coming in as professors. They're coming to give their knowledge, and it's just them and it with a new band or with a studio, and they get to sing do songs that they've never done before sometimes, you know, like, or, the, right. or for example, Joe, uh, the lead singer, Def Leppard. I mean, he was just a big Mata Hoople fan. So he really? decided, yeah, he wanted to sing their, their material. I mean, so everybody gets to, you know, do their own different material. But, but you're right, it's it's a very controlled uh, situation. And, um, you know, we have everything from executives to uh, soldiers to, you know, everybody who, you know, really comes. And, you know, we do a lot of charity and we bring in a lot of youngsters. And um, it's, it's really, it's been okay. fun for me yeah. because I'm able to, you know, uh, really give people a life-changing experience. Now, speaking about you, when in your career did you realize you were living a life that seemed unreal? Uh, I still am. But, uh, <laughs> you know, no, being in the world of show business, and I started at 20, um, and it's not a real business. I've got to be honest with you. It's, okay. I mean, I'm so grateful that I'm still doing it. And, um, right. But, it, you know, it took me a, long, a lot of years to realize that, this is not a normal life flying in private planes and staying in the finest hotels and making, you know, and, and just, you know, living a rock and roll lifestyle. Um, you know, I try to, in my book, I talk about being constantly trying to stay grounded. Uh, but right. it's hard. There's no question. It's hard. And, and and it's a lot easier for me as a manager, but for artists, it's very difficult. And that's why, you know, you read about so many of them going through, you know, look at Justin Bieber now and those people are acting out and, you know, sorry right. to hear about the loss of, of Chris Cross and the, the band. Uh, you know, you don't even know what happened. But, you know, a lot, many right. times it's, they've reached a, a, a pinnacle in their career, and then it's only downward spiraling and, and uh, because they identify their lives with, with success instead of identifying their lives with, you know, personal success and personal health right. and family. And, and you know, they, they, they think that they're only, uh, you know, in this world because – uh, you know, they're they're entertaining. The number one so, hit, right? Number one. Yeah, the hit. number one hit. Mm-hmm. Right, and so it's hard. Yeah. And, and our athletes face it, and entertainers face it even more because you know an athlete realizes, okay, I don't have my physical ability, I can't perform as much. But you know, rock, rockers and artists, and you know, they they, they don't stop they don't stop uh, performing. You know, you got to look at the right. stones. They're they're seventy years they're old. Still doing know? it. Still, doing, still it. doing it. Yeah. 
<laughs> that is awesome. Now, to switch back gears into the book, where did you get the idea to write this book? And why is this kind of book out of all the stuff you could have written about? You could have done a tell-all, you know, you could have right. done a biography, but instead you did a how-to. Right. So what happened was about 25 years ago, I wrote my first book. I was 26 years old, and um, I was representing Lupinel, the Yankees, and negotiating with Steinbrenner. So I, wrote, I got called to write a, a book on, you know, on being a sports agent. And I wasn't just going to write a book on gossip because – you know, sure, you could sell more books, but I said, I'm willing to write a book, I told the publisher, if I can help people, and if okay. it's going to help people get a raise. And and, and really, that, I wrote the book, I, the only reason I spent hours, and I really woke up every morning at 6 o'clock uh, for a year just to, you know, make sure this book was perfect. Um, I, I worked hard on it because I wanted to give people lessons of life, things that I learned. So I didn't want to write a book. Sure, I could have written a uh, you know, Bill Graham wrote a life story, and so many of the rockers today are writing about sex and drugs and, and selling millions of books, and it, it didn't, that doesn't interest me. If I could teach somebody, if they can learn something from what I've learned, God bless them. Well, um, I'm going to say that um, you have definitely met your goal because I am truly learning a lot. And just speaking of, you know, what can be learned, I mean, inside the book you discuss everything from um, – designing a business or a, a product that can allow bartering, creating the prototype, which I thought was a great section. It didn't cross my mind and create the prototype. And you say how people can't visualize it. So hand it to them. Don't make me visualize. Just say, here's a product right there. That's what it'll look like. And I was yeah. completely taken aback when you planned. I think you, did, you had fake auditions. You had fake media. You had all this stuff going on for a show that did not exist. Right. So, you know, I tell some of the, the stories and, and, you know, make some of the shows successful and people I learned things from. And um, But, you know, going back to the prototype, you know, I'm such a big, you know, fan of that because, um, you know, so many people walk around with ideas. Oh, I have this idea and that idea. Everyone's walking around with an idea that they can make a million dollars with. I mean, I, uh, I went over to a, a stewardess on a plane and I said, I'm writing this book. Give me an idea. Oh, no, I can't tell you you're going to steal the idea. So, um, and uh, people should, if they have an idea of a book, there's so many ways that they go on guru.com, they can find artists to draw that out for them. And, and so many, there's so many ways for people to, you know, take their product, put it, put it on paper, and be able to show people what it is and go sell it. Right. See, and, and that's and where I think app, people get lost, like you said. They don't move forward to the next step. Right. Most people are fearful. They're scared. They're raised, and their parents tell them they can't do it. And, um, you know, you're, you're put ingrained in your in your mind that you can't do something. Well, my father survived the Holocaust, and, you know, he was a big inspiration to me. And if he could survive that, then, you know, there's nothing I can't do in this world. And, you know, he gave me that strength. And, I mean, my other friends of mine, his parents told them they can't do things. They can't do things. And, you know, you have to take a – you can't take a chance in life, you know. And, right. and I think life's about taking chances. That's the, best, that's the most fun you're going to have. That's right. Totally. That's taking chances. So now um, how does one – because one of the questions I was presented – um, when working on this and posting, was, in your opinion, how does one go about gaining a loyal following and fan base? So, um, you know, interacting with, with, with your fans today is the easiest thing. It really is. With the Facebook, with Facebook and with um, Twitter and Instagram, you know, staying in touch with your fans, 
um, you know, writing to them personally, answering their mail personally, um, is a great way to create a fan base. And, and you know, I mean, I, I can't tell you that today um, these artists um, have built up fan bases. They don't need record labels anymore. They're selling their own records. Um, a band like Def Leppard has two and a half million Facebook followers. Well, they're constantly doing contests. They're constantly doing giveaways. They're constantly, okay. doing, you know, doing doing things to gain access to more fans um, and and to keep their fans totally informed of what's going on and make them feel part of it. So turning to them and saying, "Hey, what do you think I should do a show on? Or what do you think I should do?" You know, asking people questions and, and bringing them in the mix. You know, I, one of my favorite sayings is, "Everyone has two businesses: their own business and show business." People want to be involved. Right. Okay. So to get your fan base, just connect with them, make them feel a part of the process, and that you're listening and you care. Absolutely. You know, and 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 hear them out, and 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 recognize them, and 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 do things for the fans. You know, do do things for your fans, whether it's giving away, finding trips, or finding finding ways or contests, or you know, in your business. You know, I would just keep keep the fan base going. I mean, I'm going to listen to you. Again, just loving the, the beginning of your show that I was tuning into, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so I, I think I think that's um, the be- the best way to build a fan base up. And today now, you can we, do your own publicity. Right. Yeah. Okay. So now, with now on a, on a different scale, one thing I talk about with entrepreneurs is the business life versus the personal life. Were you able to balance the two? <laughs> no. I'll be very honest with you. It was it was very very difficult, and and you know it took me many years in the divorce, and you know until I learned that um, you know it, it, you know to balance it because you know many years I spent on life on the road. You know I was in, in, in the business where I have to be traveling with my artists, uh, right? You know, as many athletes do and entertainers, and that's very hard to maintain a, a relationship. You know and. So that's why I created the Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp because I made a decision that I wasn't going to tour anymore and go on the road and I wanted to be home every night and put my kids to sleep and um, so I you know I created the camp and um, and and I could do it when I wanted to do it and uh, now we're doing it now in Las Vegas we do have a permanent home but we have people operating it and um, tonight I came home and played an hour of baseball with my son so I'm very blessed that I have. Uh, um, children of seven and eight, and I, and I want to really, you know, make sure that I catch as much time as I can. Very right. hard in the entertainment business. Very hard that's to what, maintain. That's one of the things I found to be the most difficult was people just having a uh, chance to balance it too. That's one question I usually get with entrepreneurs: is how do you ba- balance it? We have a yeah. caller actually here on the line who wants to sure. ask you a question. Okay. So um, let's go ahead and welcome Michael to the Kicker Spot. We're speaking with David Fishoff here on Tangible Live on Books. How are you doing, Michael? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Welcome to are the Kicker Spot. Are you doing, David? I'm doing great, Michael. Where are you from? Uh, I am from Los Angeles, actually. Oh. Um, I had a question um, with the industry, you know, taking a big turn to digital. Um, as far as record sales, um, what's some advice on a young producer uh, trying to get his start in the music industry? Well, you know, I think there's more opportunities today to get your music out. 
uh, than there ever was. You know, in the old, in the past years, it was the record label controlled everything, and um, and you really couldn't do anything. But today, more and more independent artists are available to um, to do, you know, to get their music out. For things, you know, networks like Reverb Nation. I know we're using it to introduce new songs. Um, it's a great way to introduce your music to the, you know, to people. Um, there's so many great sites where you can be uploading music. I don't think you can be to look to be in the business of selling your music anymore. I think all that music is, is, is available for free unless someone hears it um, and they can, um, you know, want to use it for television shows. There's a website called Taxi.com. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a website for young music producers like yourself or artists who um, subscribe to uh, hearing, you know, that they, they send out newsletters every week and say, okay, uh, CSI is looking for a song or this one is looking for music, and they, they basically tell you which movies they're looking for, and you submit your music to them. Um, today there's more and more opportunities for young songwriters and producers to really, you know, to showcase their, their you know, their music. But if you're looking to sell it, uh, I think that's harder. If you're looking to get it out there, uh, and get people to listen to it and build a following first, then eventually you could be able to sell it. Oh, okay. All right, thank well, you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you, Michael. That was great. And that's one thing that is kind of interesting is, oh, matter of fact, I think I was just recently reading Evolution um, when you were discussing with the business plan, learning how to evolve with the times, how you were just saying everything's digital now and just evolving the business plan in the book, I did not realize how important a business plan really is. It seems like people are doing away with them. What do you think? Well, you know, if you're looking for money and you're, you're looking to raise money uh, from family and friends or investors, you know, you're going to have to have a business plan because um, the investor is going to want to know uh, how, you know, the first question is how are you going to exit? You know, how are you going to make me my money back? Um, how, how am I going to make money in investments? Why should I give you the money? versus give it to put in the stock market so right. they, or, or put it in the bank, which they know they're not going to get any money yet. So I, I think right. that a, a <laughs> business plan doesn't have to be as evolved as the olden days when they had these uh, 200 pages because no one's going to read 200 pages. They just got to go to the facts and show numbers and basically, you know, let people read about a plan and, and, and see if they like it and if they want to invest in it. Um, and, 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 you know, today many people want to invest, and, you know, there have been some amazing, successful um, investments people have made. And, um, and and believe it or not, I'm learning more and more that it's not just having a great idea, but it's executing that idea. And right. um, that to me is, uh, as, you know, a lot of people have great ideas. A lot of people can't, not everyone can execute them. Okay, now, and when for entrepreneur, when they're, Start with all the with, when an entrepreneur is starting a new concept, and with all the points you mentioned in your book, what is the area that they need to focus probably the most on? Where should they spend their lot of their strength preparing well, for the release? Well, first of all, in, in, in my book, Rock Your Business, I cover everything, um, and basically, I cover my experiences that um, you know over my fifty years, sixty years of of being alive, I. I think I really share everything and my failures. I've had successes. I've had failures. And I hope that in the book you'll learn um, from my mistakes. You won't have to go through the mistakes. I've, I've, I've gone through a lot of mistakes. I've, I've had a lot of great successes. Um, but 
there's just so many aspects to right. um, being an entrepreneur. Um, and there's so many things you got to keep your hands on top of all the time um, to be successful. So no, not one, you know, like I said, you can, you can have a great idea, but you're a terrible operator, or you're a great operator and you don't have a great idea, or you're great at accounting and you're, and you're, and you're not good at public relations. I, I think you have to be a specialist of, of everything. Um, as, as best as you can until you get higher enough people to surround yourself with people that are smarter than you, smarter than you. And that's and the success of business, hiring people that are smarter than you around you. And you see any great people from whether it's our president of the United States or, or you know, GM or any of those big companies, it's those people around the people at Facebook are, are, are building Facebook. Not, not, you know, he had a great idea, but he, he's not involved in the day-to-day operations that's making it successful. He found someone else. That okay, that makes sense. And then that goes into the section about partners and finding the right team to put together. Okay. See, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. I'm telling you guys, we're currently sitting here with David Fishoff, author of Rock Your Business, discussing entrepreneurship and what you and your company can learn from the business of rock and roll here at Tangible Live One Books. We do have one more caller for you this evening, and we're gonna go ahead and welcome Dorothy to Tangible Live One Books. Good evening, Dorothy. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. We're here with David Fishoff. Hi, David. I've been looking forward to this episode for a long time. Thank you. So I did have a question for you. So currently I am the publisher and editor-in-chief of an online publication. We have been printing up until now, but we're making the shift to online And then we're also exploring branching off into something completely separate from the magazine. But I know because you've been making comparisons to bands and you guys were briefly talking about, um, you know, Facebook and some other examples, how do you know if you don't have enough band members and how do you know if you have too many? Interesting question, David. Okay, we may have lost David. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. I guess the question is, how do you know if you have too many people on the team or if you don't have enough to bring the idea to fruition? Um, if you have not have enough, um, the more people that you have on your team um, to help you take your project um, forward, is great. Um, it's managing those people is, is to make sure that they're all doing, you know, not everybody's doing the same thing. Right. Um, so, you know, but you can never ha- not have enough people, you know, whether it's interns, whether it's an accountant, whether it's lawyers, um, mm-hmm. or people, you know, that are working for you, reporters, uh, ad salespeople, you can never have enough. I think it's just managing those people is the key to, you know, will be the key to your success. Got it. Okay. Well, thank you, Dorothy, for calling in. We truly appreciate your call. Thank you so much for having me. You're most welcome. I want want to say one thing. that I think the online publishing is is the right way to go now. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. I had lunch today with a major publisher, and and they're moving everything online and doing contests and, and offering their readers a lot of stuff to get them to, you know, watch, to, you know, read online. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right about that one. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank Thanks you for again for calling. Thank you. Good night. You're welcome. Good night. 
That was that was great. Um, that was probably even a note for myself, David, as far as just making sure you're managing everyone correctly. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to surround my people but around myself, surround myself around people who are smarter than me. That's my goal. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I'm learning that every day more and more. That's it makes your job success. easier. It makes your job easier. It's the key to success. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a great. I mean, I'm a great idea guy. I have ideas every day, and the problem is, is that. You know, how do you say no to an idea? And um, so, you know, it's hard because you think every idea is great. Right. You talk about that in your book also. Yeah. <laughs> and, every, and everyone tells me all day, you know, good friends of mine, because so, I'm, I'm always, you know, criticizing myself, and, and they say to me, read your own book. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's a good one. So my last question for you, David, is going to be, what's next for you? After all your accomplishments, what do you do next? Well, that, that's a great question. I'm really enjoying rock and roll fantasy games and changing lives, and I'm really going to focus, once I get people to operate it, on, on cor- corporate America. I really believe that every company is, is, is like a rock band. And, you know, for years we've been representing Radio Star and working with so many rock stars. You know, uh, people have told me, they oh, this guy's not important in the band, and that guy's not important in the band, and the band could have been successful without this member, and the Who would have been great without John Entwistle. I mean, they, they, they could have been successful without him. And I, and I listen to these people, and I say to myself, it's the whole, it's the, it's, it's, it's the whole band that made them successful, not one person in the band. And right. uh, the success of a band is listening to the other people. So it was John Lennon listening to Ringo's drumming. It was um, McCartney listening to George Harrison's guitar solos. That made the Beatles. And, you know, so I, I really believe that the minute you know, someone walks into a company and the receptionist is nice and, you know, they represent who the company is, they're part right. of the band. Right. And yeah. So I want to I want to go into corporate America and teach them how to, you know, keep team building going. And through rock and roll, you can be creative, like <laughs> writing songs and take everything I've learned from rock and roll and, and bring it into corporate America. Well, it definitely sounds like a great plan, and we're going to have to get you come to our corporate office and rocking, have us in Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. Let me talk to the powers to be. They need to be Absolutely. on board. <laughs> well, we do a great team building program. Uh, we, we look forward to it, definitely, definitely. Well, David, thank you so much for hanging out here at Tangio Live on Books. This was a, you know, a great check. I haven't finished it all the way yet, but it is like my number one read right now, I promise you. I'm going to finish this book. This is a good one. And they can get it on Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com or in the stores. And um, So I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Again, we appreciate you as well. Until next time, David, you have a good night. Okay. Thanks. Good night. Good night. You guys, if you do want to order David Fishhouse's book, Rock Your Business, you're more than welcome to go to all the places he mentioned, as well as you can go to TiangeloLive.com. You can go to our online bookstore, TiangeloLive.com, to collect your copy today. Continue to hang out here at the Kicker Spot. We'll be right back.
Everybody, this is your boy T. And you were tuned in to the Kicker Spot. That was the newest single from our girl Fantasia, "Lose to Win." I heard it recently, fell in love with it, and had to go ahead and play it for you guys tonight. So check out your girl Fantasia. Music video and it looks really good. Um, anyhow, we are here at the Kicker Spot, hanging out, 
I'm your host, T'Angelo. So really quickly, um, I think I mentioned tomorrow I'm going to do like the movies and the dinner thing. Um, I'm back and forth. What do you guys think I should do? I need I need to tweet this. I need to let me find a Twitter because I need to know if I should go see the movie Forty Two, or if I should go see Pain and Gain. Which one do I want to do? I mean, Forty Two is a you know a great historic film. You know, I think all of America should see. They always say it's Black History. I mean, it, requ- it was a black guy, but it's not Black History. It's American History. We were here when it happened, and we all are better for it. And um, then there's Pain and Gain, which is an awesome, you know, action movie. We love Mark Wahlberg. We love Dwayne Johnson. So, you know, that could be a lot of fun. And you get you get to watch Mark Wahlberg buff up, you know. Like, he makes me want to, like, take a protein shake or something. But then I get over it and just go and have a Ritz cracker. But anyhow, back and forth. Okay, so I'm going to post real quick. I can't really, Okay. I'm trying to do this, you guys. You know how hard it is to, like, type a post while you're live on air? Veronica, can you please post on my page? Thank you. Oh, let's see. We have some interesting things going on. EOTM Awards. The most fatal thing a man can do is try to stand alone. Hmm, Carson McCullers. That was from EOTM Awards. The most fatal thing a man can do is try to stand alone. Okay, well, I don't want to do that. I want to surround myself by people who are smarter than me. So that's what we just talked with um, David Fishoff, the author of Rock Your Business. Um, you guys, I'm going to go ahead and post this post, but in the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and have this train come to an end. I'm going to get out of here. I want to eat something. It's too late, we said, isn't it? Oh, but humbug. Anyhow, you guys, let's go ahead and just say uh, good night. Um, thank you, David, for hanging out here at Tangle Live on Books. We truly appreciated it. Um, the knowledge that you have provided us is completely invaluable. You know, we got a chance, you guys, to hear from a man who lived it himself, not just the theory, but the actual lessons he talks about and the points he points out is his life. And that's all about the book. But I won't say any more, you guys. Get your copy. Go to TangeloLive.com. It's there on the main page. TangeloLive.com. Next week, you guys, be sure to tune in and tell all of your friends. You guys have to get this. Listen, turn, turn up the radio. Turn up the speakers so you can hear this. Next week, we are going to be speaking to one of the actors of the critically acclaimed, one of the hottest shows out right now, The Walking Dead. Yes, we have one of the star characters from The Walking Dead. His name is Vincent Ward. Yes, Vincent Ward will be here next week from Walking Dead discussing his current happenings, also his EOTM Award nomination, and all things Vincent Ward. You also want to continue to stay connected, you guys, so you can find out about more interviews we have coming up. We've been discussing our girl, Farrah Abrahams. Um, She'll be on the show. We have comedian Linnell who will be on the show and just more and more to come. So be sure to go to tangelo.com where you can join up for our email blast. That is tangelo.com. On the top left-hand corner, you'll see it says sign up here. Do sign up to become a part of our email blast. Be connected, get connected, and stay connected to all things Tangelo. Um, other than that, you guys, I love you. I had a great time here with you. Thank you so much for showing your support. Don't forget to click the like button. I really do watch that, you guys, and I thank you. And hit me up on Facebook and Twitter. Like David said, I'm going to talk back personally, or at least my staff who – no, it'll be me, actually. I do talk to everybody on there. It's not my staff. So until next time, you guys, be sure to live life to the fullest. Just live. And I'm your host, T'Angelo. 
It's your boys, welcome to the kicking spot. It's your boys, it's your boys. I'm your host, T'Angelo. T'Angelo. Why did I have a visual? I was partying to the break of dawn. How about the who recorded the video? T'Angelo. OMG. It's kind of bratty. So, no. Okay, I'm a better word. Apparently, I'm eager to when I talk about myself all the time. Go, What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kick It Spot. I'm your host, T'Angelo.